beloved I hope that I find you safe and well today welcome to another worship podcast from Pacorma First United Methodist Church I want you to know that as we continue to delve into the Old Testament it is so important today beloved that we understand that at this very critical time in our history We cannot just be one-sided people. We just can't be New Testament people. We have to be both Old and New Testament people because we have to become people of the Word of God. And the Old Testament really delivers to us the character of God the Father. So important for us to understand as much about God's character as he will reveal to us in his word and in revelation knowledge. And so we're going to the Old Testament book of Exodus today. Exodus, Exodus, as we learn more about God, understanding that God is still in control today. And so come with me and read with me Exodus chapter twenty. I'm sorry, Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 14. Exodus chapter 32, verses 1 through 14. And using the contemporary English version translation of the Bible, hear now the word of God. After the people saw that Moses had been on the mountain for a long time, They went to Aaron and said, Make us an image of God who will lead and protect us. Moses brought us out of Egypt, but nobody knows what has happened to him. And Aaron told them, Bring me the gold earrings that your wives and sons and daughters are wearing. And everybody took off their earrings and brought them to Aaron, and then he melted them and made an idol in the shape of a young bull. And all the people said to one another, This is the God who brought us out of Egypt. When Aaron saw what had happened, he he built an altar in front of the idol and said, Tomorrow we will celebrate in honor of the Lord. 
And so the people got up early the next morning and killed some animals to be used for sacrifices and others to be eaten. And then everyone ate and drank so much that they began to carry on like wild people. And the Lord said to Moses, he said, hurry back down. Those people you brought out of Egypt are acting like fools. They have already stopped obeying me and have made themselves an idol in the shape of a young bull. They have bowed down to it and offered sacrifices and said that it is the God who brought them out of Egypt. Moses, I have seen how stubborn these people are. And I'm angry enough to destroy them. So don't try to stop me. But I will make your descendants into a great nation. And Moses tried to get the Lord God to change his mind. Oh, Lord, you used your mighty power to bring these people out of Egypt. Now, don't become angry and destroy them. If you do, then the Egyptians will say that you brought your people out of here into the mountains just to get rid of them. Please don't be angry with your people. Please don't destroy them. Remember the solemn promise, God, you made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? You promised that someday they would have as many descendants as there are stars in the sky and that you would give them land. So now, though the Lord had threatened to destroy the people, he changed his mind and let them live. The word of God. For the people of God, thanks be to God. And now, won't you pray for and with me? Oh, almighty God, I come before you, knee bowed symbolically and body bent before thy throne of grace. And I ask that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength. I need you today and every day. And you are my redeemer. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray to God be the glory. Amen. Our sermon topic for today is God changed his mind. He is an if-then God. God changed his mind. He's an if-then God. Oh, beloved, just look at the children of Israel that Pastor Moses was responsible for. They are truly some characters. God had called their leader up to the mountain to speak to him about some things. And while Pastor Moses was away, Talking in private with the Lord, the people got restless. Oh, let, let me assure you now, let me assure you that as one who knows, whenever you cannot account for where your leader is, believe me, believe me, the leader is probably, the pastor is probably somewhere taking care of business. Important business, necessary business, compelling business. No leader can get the job done staying around the people all the time. And so we understand that the leader must spend some time with the boss. 
But Pastor Moses was away on business and the, the people started acting up. Oh, what the old folk you say? When the cat's away, what? The mice will play. <laughs> so just listen to him. Just listen to them talking to the associate pastor. You know, too many times people want to, to get to the associates if they have some or get caught up in the things that only the senior pastor should be involved in. Well, simply because they, they can't wait for the right time. And so the people went to Pastor Aaron and they asked him to do something that they knew Pastor Moses would have never consented to doing. They, they asked Aaron to come make gods for us. Idols again. There they go. Even though the children of Israel had been the invisible, they had seen, they had seen the invisible God in action, they still wanted the familiar small g gods that they could see and shape into whatever image they desired. Oh, my God. How many times do, do we go back to relying on, on our boss, or our paycheck, or our intellect, or our connections, or our family name, or our degrees. Just after God has pulled us out of an impossible situation, we don't understand God. You see, you start relying on the things that you can see. In fact, you start giving credit to your education, and your background, and your God goodness, or, or, or your look. Mm. How many times do you not rely on the God of the universe? But instead, we rely on what we can see, touch, control, feel, and understand. Oh, how much like these people we still are. The Old Testament is relevant today. The temptation today, even, is to shape God to human liking, to make him convenient to obey or ignore him. So many people have just changed who God really is to fit their comfort. Because you, you can't see God in the physical, you just might take God for granted. Because you can't hear God in the physical, you, you might tend to not listen. Because you cannot touch God in the physical sense, you tend to ignore the presence of God. God responds in great anger. Yes, he does. When his mercy is trampled on. Yes. Yes, God gets angry. And when he does not get the attention and the praise and the credit and the honor, the glory that he and only he deserves, God gets really upset. Oh, beloved. God cannot work in us when we elevate anyone or anything above him. Hear me today. That these, all these small G-gods we create blind us to the love of an all-loving, all-powerful God. God wants to shower on us if we just let him. Listen, listen, listen. When we create gods out of money, we are then blinded to the fact that it was God who made it possible for us to have the money in the first place. And, and many, many times we are so busy worshiping our money that we forget the God who gave it to us. 
hear me now. Hear me today. Because I'm listening to myself too. Hear me. Whatever keeps us from worshiping and giving to God, who is the creator, whatever we spend all our money on, that's our God. Ooh. The Bible says, where your treasure is, there your heart is also. And, and, so, and so, whatever we spend most of our time doing, that's our God. I've heard that, that you can look at a person's calendar and their checkbook and tell what they really love the most. Uh-oh, did I hear somebody say, ouch? Ooh. And, and listen to this, beloved. Even if we do not make idols, we are too often guilty of trying to make God in our image, molding God to fit our expectations and our desires and our circumstances. Oh, how many times do we go and do all the things that we want to do without even checking with God or God's word? Tell the truth. Just tell the truth so we can get over this. Tell the truth and shame the devil. Somebody say amen. And when these other things consume our time, we say to ourselves, well, God understands. Are you sure of that? God loves to spend time with us. God, God loves to hear us give him praise. God loves for us to walk with him and talk with him. Are you sure God understands when we don't do that? Are you, are you sure God's, God is pleased? with what we do. Now, 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 this is one that, that really gets to me. God knows my heart. Listen to me, listen. When God looks at our heart, he does not want to see us. He wants to see the face of Jesus. Amen, amen. We need a spiritual checkup from time to time. Oh, somebody needs to say amen. Give me one. Well, the children of Israel had many idol gods in their past, and God blessed them anyway. That was God's grace. So, so maybe they thought God would understand if they did it again. I don't know. God's grace is, is not cheap, you see. We cheap. It's cheap grace. Don't, don't, don't test God like that. See, the truth is that we do not know God today because we do not know the word of God. You cannot know God without knowing what the Bible tells you about God. God. God has no problem telling us who he is. We do not have to make something up about God or wonder about his character. We should already know. What is your favorite image of God? Is it biblical? Is it adequate? Do you worship the immeasurably powerful God who delivered you from bondage to sin? I'm just asking, I'm just asking because, because we all need to know what God says about himself. He will tell us. A woman told me one day, she said, Pastor, I don't like the God of the Old Testament. You know what? And she said it with a smug, arrogant face. And I simply replied, Beloved, God does not care what you 
or I think of him. He's God. You, you see, today we want God to only be God of grace and mercy. But God is both a God of grace and mercy and a God of justice too. And so, beloved, when God saw what the children of Israel had done, God was really, really upset. Yes, God can get real upset after all that he has done for them. They're going to turn around and create a small God from material things. Can you believe that? The God who created the entire universe blesses them in miraculous ways. And then they turn around and worship some gold. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. The God of the universe who has all power in his hands blesses us. And then we turn around and worship the government. More comfortable talking about President Trump than talking about God. God. The all-knowing God blesses us and we turn around and worship somebody because we are impressed with how smart they are. We seem to always be trying to impress God. That's impossible. God is not impressed with how much we have. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. God is not impressed with how smart we are. He knows all things. God is not impressed with us. We need to be impressed with God. God, all-powerful, all-knowing, everywhere present. God, God. <laughs> Listen, God was so upset with these ungrateful people that he was ready to destroy the whole nation because of their sin. Mm, oh, oh. But Pastor Moses went before God on behalf of the people. And Pastor Moses pleaded to God for mercy. And God listened to him and spared the people. Glory. Glory to God. You know, this is one of the this is one of the countless examples of the Bible of God's mercy. And although many times you and I deserve his anger, he's willing to forget and restore us to himself. That's why he sent his son. He's a holy, perfect God. But I can hear somebody asking, but how could God change his mind? God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Ah, People have such a way of misunderstanding or misinterpreting the word of God. This is what it meant. Well, let me, let me just help you now. I've been to school for this. Well, God did not change his mind in the same way that a parent decides not to discipline a child, even though God is the greatest of all parents. Instead, God changed his mind and his behavior to remain consistent with his nature. His nature never changes. When God first wanted to destroy the people, he was acting consistently with his nature of justice. And when Moses interceded, when, when Pastor Moses prayed asking God to forgive the people, God changed to act consistently 
with his nature of mercy. <laughs> I need to say that again. God, I'm not going to say it again. God had often told the people that if they changed their ways, he would not condemn them. They, they changed and God did as God promised. Remember this, child of God. The Bible teaches us that God is an if-then God. The devil is a liar talking about unconditional love with no boundaries. The book of Exodus chapter 19, 5 says, Now, if you obey me fully and keep my commandments, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Oh, look at that. The book of Isaiah chapter 48, verse 18 says, If only you had paid attention to my commands, then your peace would have been like a river, your righteousness, like the waves of the sea. Oh, hear ye, hear ye today. He said, if then, God, child of God, in these days of terror and disaster and pain, death, and a virus that is now a pandemic, massive natural disasters all around the world. And now, we can add the worst fire destruction in California in recorded history going on as I preach today. I pray, oh Lord, have mercy on us. But the question is this. Is there a word from the Lord for us today? Oh yes, my dearly beloved, there is a word from the Lord. Yes, there is. There's always a word from the Lord in the Bible. There is a word for us in America today and for the church of Jesus Christ. The book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, verse 14. God says, If my people, that's me and you, who are called by my name, that's me and you, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will from I will from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land he's an if then God we must remember that oh Lord I pray that you learned something from the Lord and it's blessed you. And so I offer you one more chance during a time like this to get it right with God. Because when you and if you receive God as your Lord and your Savior, you will spend eternity in heaven. He's an if-then God. And also I do hope that you will say amen to this service by hitting the thumbs up button and Subscribe to our channel and also offer you an opportunity to join or to give to the ministry. Just go to our website and let us know you want to join the church. We should have something there for you very soon. But we already have an opportunity for you to give with a cheerful heart. And remember now, spread the word of God today like you never have before by sharing this video and now and now and now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with each and every one of you in the name of Jesus
loves you more. We need a word from the Lord. Word from the Lord. Just one word from the Lord will move all down. And cause the sun to shine And bring peace of mind Oh, speak, Lord Speak We need a word from the Lord A word from the Lord from the Lord, it will move, move all doubts and cause the sun, sun shine and bring peace of mind. Oh, speak, Lord, speak, Speak, Lord.